I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Been given a bad break, but I've got an awful lot to live for. Hey guys, it's David Burns, the founder of BaseballJobsOverseas.com, and this is our podcast that helps to inform you about the many playing and coaching opportunities around the world. But Alec, so uh, just to kind of dive a little bit into your background a little bit, where you're from, so you're a left-handed pitcher. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're from Wichita Falls, Texas, Um, went to Eastern New Mexico University. That's for a long years, star yeah. conference, yeah. Lone star, yeah. Pretty good hitting uh, league. Yeah, that's a that's a good league there. Um, then after that, you transferred over to East Central University. Yep, and Oklahoma in yep. the Great American Conference. Well, then after you graduated, what were your plans after that? Were you planning to like uh, get a job or continue playing? Um, how, how did all I that didn't work really, out? I didn't really know. I actually graduated and I took a about a month and a half trip to New Zealand and Australia, just like a graduation trip. So and then I kind of came back and then like, I got back in literally a day before the Dallas Fort Worth airport was like almost closed down because of all the COVID protocols and all that stuff. Oh, so what was that like March, 2020 or like, yeah, March, March, 2020. Yeah. Oh, I was actually coming home from New Zealand then too. And I like right when New Zealand shut down was like, because they ended up canceling the rest of the season. They didn't have playoffs yeah. or anything. And I got home just, just before all that, or else I would have been stuck there, which wouldn't have been the worst place. It would have been stuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So did you yeah. um, bring your, your ball gear with you or, or like, did you even think about playing baseball when you were there or was it purely just like, I'm going backpacking and get, you know, just. It was basically just purely backpacking. I went on a, like an 18 day trip and then I did another like five day fly fishing trip out in the back country. And oh, nice. I just kind of went and explored a little bit and then met some cool people and went a week over into from Sydney and all the way all over to Perth and Australia. I was there and then. So is that in the so card? That's kind of like where it all started a little bit for me. Yeah. yeah. Got the bug. Oh, man, it bit me hard. <laughs> well, when did you first hear about baseball jobs overseas? It might have been like my senior year or something at school ball. And then I kind of put it off and then kind of refound y'all guys again. I was just kind of like didn't know. I was like, ah, if I want to do it, I want to do it. Do I want not want to do it. So I kind of yeah. did some research and then I was like, you know what? It's, it's January now. I was like, I gotta, I gotta do something. Yeah. yeah. So what were, what were your hesitations? Like what, what, what made you hesitate to, to throw your hat in the ring for playing overseas? No, I was just like, do I, do I still want to, I, do I still want to play ball or I don't know. It's just, you know, the, one of those unknowns that kind of happens is just like, is this something I want to do? Like if I'm going to do it, I want to be like fully in, I want to go experience this and it's just that kind of another little resume builder and then you can have and just a life experience. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's a big commitment too, right? Like it's not like it's, it's, yeah. It's not, you could just easily, oh, I'm gonna go over to Europe and play baseball. Like you need to put some thought and, and some planning into and it. And there's only like X amount of research you can do on some of these clubs and like the cities that they're in until you like you actually get over there. It's like you know what to expect. Yeah. 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 That's always the tough part. I think one of the the best tips that we usually give guys is just ask them, like if you're talking to a club, just ask them to talk to a previous import. Like I'm sure if somebody that is considering signing in Ostrava, you guys would love to just tell them about 
your experience and and you know so yeah. imports are always open to, to sharing their experience um, positive or negative I guess but yeah but, but I think we're here because you had a positive experience so maybe let's let's jump into that a little bit um, or, or sorry let's go over to Brett actually and let's get um, Brett's background a little bit before we yeah get in, I'll get in all the screen time baby yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you can just kind of watch in here <laughs> the OG BBJO guy, you know. <laughs> no, I know. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, before we jump into like the whole Ostrava season, um, Brett, could yeah. you tell us a little bit about yourself? So you were at Columbia University, Division One, yeah. big Ivy League guy. Very yeah. nice. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was, you played, uh, sorry, go you ahead. You played with Jimmy Smiley, right? I did. Unfortunately to some people, but fortunately for most, you know, he <laughs> crazy guy crazy guy but not jimmy jimmy's a great guy uh really fortunate i got to yeah. meet him through columbia and then obviously the special experience out overseas you know the, i think yeah. we definitely got closer because of it honestly we we got way more closer being in europe <laughs> together as opposed to like being in the same locker room same campus you know yeah was that by different world or like how did you did you just ran into him in check and you're like well, what are you doing here or was it a oh no 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 so Jimmy and I were in sort of similar boats. Um, you know, both of us had our seasons or collegiate seasons cut down because of COVID. Uh, Ivy League was the only league in, you know, throughout the country to uh, not figure out how to get something going. Mm. So um, mm. I was a junior when Jimmy was the senior or academic senior, I believe. And then, uh, you know, my senior year kind of went up in, up in flames. I think Jimmy was still sort of figuring out what to do. Um, my father having his connections out in Europe the way he did kind of helped Jimmy get set up with um, our connections over in the Czech Republic. And then eventually I followed suit, you know, about a month, two months after him. And uh, yeah, that's sort of, you know, the rest is history. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, with your dad being so big in baseball, were you always around the field growing up? I mean, cause yeah, your dad, he was, can you, <laughs> yeah, cause I mean, your dad, he was a team USA coach. I mean, he obviously coached yep. team Israel in the Olympics this yep. past year. Um, bunch of BBJO guys on that team too, like Robert Pollard, Definitely. Joey Wagman. There was also like DJ yep. Sharabi, and then there were big leaguers yep. like Ian Kinsler, Ty, Ty Kelly. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it's uh, definitely, definitely, almost felt like I had, didn't have a choice growing up. You know, it was sort of baseball or bust. But uh, you know, he would definitely yeah. argue different. Um, you know, I had I had my try <laughs> at, a, at a few other sports. You know, but. Alec, I'm sure would know this. I hate running. So, you know, sports <laughs> like soccer, sports like, soccer no. sports like football. I tried when I was younger. It just wasn't really for me. Uh, I, I always that. loved hitting a baseball. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, I knew it was something that my father loved immensely. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this could be a way for my father and I to really continue being as close as we are. And I think it definitely yeah. worked out that way. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, really since age like four or five, I'd say, you know, and then thankfully, you know, my father owns and operates a baseball and softball training facility. So, you know, yeah. I was pretty much here every day growing up after school and, and around older guys and, and learning and trying to be like them and hit like them. And, you know, I was still a little string bean growing up. So, you know, uh, definitely, definitely was around a lot of positivity growing up and a lot of motivation for me to get to, you know, where I eventually got to. That's awesome. I'm sure you like were able to be around some amazing players and have some like positive role models, especially just like yeah, kind of shadowing your dad at the field as a young kid coming out. Like that's absolutely that, that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even him too. Like his story is incredible because, like, on top of him coaching where he's coached, he's still playing. You know, uh, yeah. so again, just like you know, he, my mom likes to say he's Peter Pan. You know, can't grow up. 
Uh, it's always like you always having that kid mentality. And even now he's 56. He goes, we'll be talking because, like, you know, I'm, I'm beginning my uh, transition in terms of, like the work, the workforce now, at least for this upcoming year. And uh, he'll, he'll drop a line on me. He's like, man, I can't wait to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. And he's almost <laughs> in his 60s. So, you know, it's just funny. I, I get like a lot of perspective. Definitely I've appreciated a lot more as I've gotten older and, you know, out of school, you know, kind of yeah. more becoming more of like a regular person. So <laughs> Well, I know the MSBL, they, they have leagues for like 65 and up, 75 and oh up. Oh, my God. Like can, oh, please. <laughs> oh, that's it's, crazy. This, dude, this dude's on like 45 and over teams and like 21 and over teams at the same time. I mean. When you're good enough, you can play on those younger teams. Yeah, man. Yeah, if man. You're not I mean, good enough, just got... just, if you're not good enough, just move to Europe and play in Austria. Exactly. And like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. He wanted a awesome. coach, man. He wanted, he wanted a coach. <laughs> With the with the arrows, I'm like, dude, no, like you go home, you go, you go back to Tokyo. Let me let me have my own thing. He got all fired <laughs> up, eh? Just, uh, yeah. So he did how throw BP that one weekend though? No, he threw he threw to us and uh, Kalarka, right? Yeah. No, really. <laughs> nice. He's 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 that kind of guy, you know. I, I'm very very fortunate to you know I've been around him. I learned from him. Try to be like him in many ways. So. I hear you. How, well, so when when you guys arrived in Czech Republic, maybe we'll go back to Alec on this one. What was kind of sure. like your first impressions? Like maybe just not even baseball wise, just from an overall perspective of here you are in the Czech Republic and you're you're they probably picked you up at the airport or wherever and you're you're in the car and you're driving down the street. What what was that like? What's that feeling like? So like around? my actual like first experience when I got in, since I came in pretty late into the season, I think it was around May. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Second weekend of second weekend of May. So like our softball team, I guess like hadn't been playing yet. And so I flew in from I flew in from Dallas to Frankfurt. I had an eight-hour layover in Frankfurt. And then I flew into Prague. And so like I'm like messaging like via WhatsApp and like one of the I guess arrows guys that used to play for him and play for the Czech national team picked me up, dropped me off at the hotel. Like nobody speaks like hardly any English and they drop me off at a hotel in Prague and it's like the softball teams there. Like, and I stay there like, Oh, I stay there overnight. And I'm like, they're like, Oh, do you want to come eat dinner? I was like, yeah, I guess. And so I'm actually watching, watching, watching the guys play. I'm sitting in the hotel in Prague and then they, uh, that's crazy. I slam into the back of a car the next day or their van drive four hours to Ostrava like the next day. I was like, my fir- first contact wasn't even with the baseball team. It was with the softball team. But had you been to Europe but before? No, last summer was my first time in Europe, and I was completely blown away. Like, I've got an aunt who travels internationally a lot, and she's like, she's like, you need to go to this place, you need to go to this place. And so I was like, all right, well, it's on my list now. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Brett? What was your Marty over here. experience when, when the wheels hit the ground and you're kind of, were you in yeah. Europe prior to that? Have you been in Europe prior to I, that? I, I wasn't. I mean, I've been to Israel a few times, but I guess, you know, some people up in the air, you know, they consider Israel part of Europe or not in terms of the baseball world, yeah. but uh, I guess the Middle East. Um, yeah, that's really it. I mean, Canada, I guess you could say. Other than that, yeah. not really Europe. Not really Europe. Um, so my it's actually pretty funny the first day i got there it's my first time really traveling alone by myself so i was definitely a little bit more anxious a little bit more nervous um similar to alec i had a nine over nine hour layover in amsterdam and then not a bad layover 
not about yeah. but you know in the, in the midst of covid in the midst of like again like flying by myself i'm like i'm just staying here like, i stayed in like my seat for like nine hours and then you know waited for a oh man connecting flight that's one of the best parts about long layovers is getting out and exploring exactly i know but i, I was just so like still like I don't know if like nervous or anxious yeah. about like, COVID stuff. Like, I don't know if I was, if I had left, uh, I was true. About back in, I was like, you know what? I'm just not risking it. I'm going to make sure I get true. to get to Prague. So, and then, you know, it was a quick, like hour, hour and a half flight to Prague. And then, you know, again, it's like, a, before you know, it, it's like an entire day's worth of traveling. You don't even realize it. So you haven't eaten, you haven't really gone to the bathroom. You haven't showered. You're just like, you're yeah. tired and exhausted at the same time. I mean, tired and excited at the same time. And then finally I get to like, the end of the airport where you know boris our coach picked us up uh, boris bokai hopefully you're watching this hello and then um <laughs> tyler our our teammate the other import um he he was there as well he got in a little bit earlier and the funny thing about uh tyler and i i didn't realize he was the other import at the time i knew there was another guy coming out i had no idea it was him tyler and i had previously played together in the states like after my oh, freshman man. year um in summer ball and i think for him it was like after a sophomore year in summer ball for the hand in the hamptons league for a little bit so you know i had a brief stint there left like relatively early and then i'm like all right you know like, i knew of him i'm like i'll probably just like never see him again like i know he's from like south africa whatever and then you know the world has funny ways of you know connecting it back to people baseball and, man, that's it. crazy yeah baseball Dude. especially man i mean like before i knew it i was living with this kid for four months and consider him one of my best friends you know it, yes. it's just a yeah. crazy crazy uh crazy ride even crazier that he's from south africa and yeah so yeah. like you thought oh, i'll yeah. never see this guy again and then, of all places in the czech republic you get off and play for baseball, yeah. for baseball. <laughs> I had no idea and the only thing that was different about him too he's had this huge like abraham lincoln beard i'm like wait like tyler <laughs> before i knew it i mean yeah like, we were living together for like a month just me and him until alec joined us and then you know it was like the three musketeers so not easy so not I mean, really quickly. So even like, I was the first one to leave after the season after when the after we won the championship. And Alec, you'll probably you wouldn't you, would, you wouldn't listen to me, man. Oh, stop. Well, yes, I, I'm I'm upset. I left early, but I'm saying regardless, I was the first <laughs> one to leave. Alec and Tyler came with me to Prague because like, I just stayed there like the night before my flights, and we were walking around the city a little bit one last time, and across oh, the street. Man. Or these two dudes that like kind of like looking over at us. Like I think Alec or Tyler was wearing like an, uh, an arrow sweatshirt. And um, I just like, you know what? Like it's my last day in Europe. Like I have, I have nothing really to lose. I'm like, Hey guys, like what's up? You know, I just like strike a conversation, whatever. And it turns out that again, two of these kids, they played in Germany. They're like relatively like close to our age. Two of them, they played in like the equivalent of, yeah, like extra Liga for, for Germany. And, um, yeah, the Bundesliga, played, right? Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Yeah, Sorry. They played in the North. And, uh, yeah. And then, like, okay. we just started like walking with them. And then, like, you know, we're talking, talking about baseball or seasons. And then, so it turns out two of the kids, one of the kids was from New York, where again, I'm from New York. He went to the same high school as my mother in the Bronx. And then the other kid was this pitcher from, uh, from San Francisco who was roommates with my roommate. Uh, he was roommates with my roommate's brother in college, if you could follow that. It could be Tyler and Daniel. Tyler, um, I'm going to butcher last names again. Phil Orman. Phil Ramon. Phil Ramon. And uh, Daniel Bonfiglio. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. It must have been that. Yeah. It must have been yeah. that. So again, you know, just like crazy, like you're in Europe, a place where you wouldn't expect to see anyone that you'd have some sort of connection with. And, you know, through baseball, right? I think that's one of the more incredible things about thinking about this past summer, you know, just like 
how small the baseball world is, but then yeah. even within Europe, it's even smaller and it's more connected. Yeah. It's really, yeah. really beautiful. Yeah. So what about when you met when, when you met this kid? And you know, so you, you guys met and Alec walks in, he's the third, third guy, and you call yourselves a three musketeers. So obviously you all got along. Yeah. But growing up Definitely. in parts of, of the states, like oh you my know, God. so so it must have been kind of at first like oh, like a, a little bit of getting you know, to know like, each other and yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the Alex, first you want, message. You want to take it? Yeah, you take it out. Yeah, the first message I asked Boris, I was like, hey, do you got these guys' numbers? Maybe I can, we can start like a group chat or whatever. And then, like, I think Brett was the first one that like reached out on WhatsApp and we started talking. He goes, yeah, I'm from New York. I was like, oh, this might not work out. A Texas boy <laughs> in New York are trying to get along. I was like, ugh. But no, <laughs> we ended up all getting along pretty well. I mean, you get slammed in an apartment with three other guys, so you kind of going to have to force to get along. Yeah, I was going to speak to that, too. I mean, I think something that's really special about baseball in general, I mean, especially I learned this in college, you know, especially going to the type of school that I went to, you have you're playing with guys from across the country coming from different socioeconomic statuses, yeah. coming from different just political views, affiliations, whatever it may be. And you know what? You're you made a commitment to be on the same team together. And, and I think for me, I'm not a huge political guy. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, but uh, <laughs> I just try to stay neutral and try to see both sides always, you know, that's just the type of person I am. I always just trying to learn and better position myself than I was yesterday. But um, you know, again, I mean, I played with a lot of guys at school from Texas, from California, from Florida, from the Midwest. And uh, you know, I think the Texas guys are pretty special, you know, just in terms of work ethic and, you know, Alec and I definitely had our, um, I guess fair share of differences, but again, just in baseball, you want to appreciate and just put up with it. And, and uh, you know, I think it's honestly what makes our relationship so special. That's awesome. So obviously you guys went on to go on and win the championship. Both of you played an integral role in that. I mean, yeah. Brett, you, you hit 398. Uh, you had an OPS over a thousand. You had a couple bombs. Uh, Alec, yeah. you went six and one through 54 innings, had a, 3170 RA with 75 strikeouts and what you had a opposing batting average of 188. That's yeah, pretty good. So it looks like you guys for, have for, for two years off too. Like, hey, you yeah. beat that. Yeah. Give us a little more insight into like how the season progressed. Um, like, because I mean, I'm sure you guys were like, it's always a battle against Drats and Bruno. Looking back on it, the way I sort of saw it was, you know. Drazzi was the team that had the money, had this, had that, like the big names. They got the big signings where Ostrava kind of reminded me more of like the, the money ball in a way, uh, the money ball setup where, um, sorry, that's my head trainer, Coach Demetrius. He's the reason I, you know, hit bombs. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Special shout out. Um, yeah, got to do it. You know, I think yeah. there's uh, something about Ostrava that's just really special. You know, again, we may not have, the craziest signings. I mean, even between Alec Tyler and I, right. It's like, we came from like affiliated ball or like independent leagues or like crazy, crazy, like, you know, schools. But uh, you know uh, again, I think we were always sort of looked at as like the underdogs in a lot of ways, even though we, we were always like the one and two right there neck and neck with them. Um, and obviously you guys saw what we did. And it was just an incredible, incredible summer in terms of just like having fun the entire time. Um, putting up ridiculous, ridiculous numbers, at least offensively. You know, again, yes. I, paid, I didn't really pay too much attention to the defense because, you know, but uh, it was just stupid looking back on how, like, the numbers that we put up. And the way I sort of tell it to people when I got home was just, like, this group of guys, you know, for the most part, will just never really be together again, which I think just made it 
yeah. that much more special. How like so many things aligned the way that they did in terms of just like the people that we had on the team. And, and um, you know, even this, I think it worked out that this past year, Peter check, he um, yep. mm-hmm. like some sort of weird the deal. Babe Ruth like he the had one year the yeah. yeah he's, the Babe Ruth, the check baseball. Um, you know, he is he the man. He is the man. I love him to death. We still talk pretty much, you know, as much as we can, you know, without knowing each other. There are so many things that were just so special and like urgent about that year that like, you just maximize the shit out of it. Excuse yeah. my French, but sorry, a little backstory on Peter check for anyone that doesn't know is like he, he played for Dratzy for, for all those years. Yeah. That's so they, they, they had that reign for like 18 championships in a row or whatever it was. But it's crazy. Yeah. So they're like their park and it's just every single year, just down the oh, yeah. line. Yeah. 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 So he was a part I mean, of that. And then just, he comes to you guys for that one yeah. season and beats his old team, which is a pretty cool story in itself. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, watching him play the way that he played, just the was a it was professional in the sense of like you know when it was time to lock in, he locked in. But then when it was time to relax and just chill, keep things loose, he kept it really loose. And, one of the yeah. by far one of the funniest guys I've ever yeah. met. Say something really briefly. Really, I'm not. This whole yeah, yeah. isn't going to embarrass yeah. him. But again, he did this to himself. Again, I think him and I just had like such a weird and quirky relationship where you know we talked a lot of shit to one another, but also like we helped each other around in a lot of ways and. We were just like, we vibe really well together. He ended up getting my name tattooed yeah. on his ass. What? <laughs> he got his name, he got his name tattooed um on his my name tattooed on his ass uh after the season. He's like, I asked him about it. I'm like, oh my god, I have tattoos myself. So I'm just like, oh, do I have to get one now if I go to Strava? He's like, nah, man, I just want to do it. You know, we just had a really special summer together and I love I loved it, and I love having you here, and you know, we love you and your family. It is. I'm like, wow. I, I mean, it goes to show you, right? Like, the you just never know the types of relationships and impacts you're going to have, yeah. you're going to make out there. You know, I think for me, which was like not really knowing anything, you know, not to yeah. go too, you know, far back into my story, but like I kind of fell, fell out of love with baseball for a little bit, you know. I mean, Alec, I don't know if you experienced anything like this too, but it's like when you really from like age 14, 15 to like up till now, essentially, like you're working, grinding trying to make it as, as far as you can in this game. And at least for my circumstances, right, having gone to the school that I chose to go to and play play at, having my last two seasons where, you know, I wasn't an immediate contributor right away when I first got to school. So I was really looking forward to my junior season, uh, senior year campaigns. And to just have that taken away from me after all the work and the training and this, that, whatever, the sacrifices that you make, just have it, you know, surmount to nothing. You know, I really just wanted some sort of uh, opportunity where for – first time in a good big a year and a half like i was taking something back as opposed to covid taking things from me you know i was doing something for myself you know as opposed to being a victim of covid and i don't mean that in the sense of like you know i know a lot of people have family members that died and myself included from covid related uh, issues and um but i'm just trying to say um just really sent it didn't know didn't know too much or look too much into it before i went out to the czech only my real references of, of the czech republic or, or ideas of it before i went out there was the triple X movies with Vin Diesel. And, um, you know, that obviously who doesn't know about Prague, you know, um, yeah. that was really it. You know, I really just kind of kept it like beginner's mindset and, and just was really trying to be a, a sponge and just, and, and just absorb and just enjoy my time out there. Cause for the first time I was really just playing on, uh, you know, not borrow time in a way, but like, you know, I don't know. It, it was just a very liberating experience being out there where I think a lot of guys back home, whether they're at certain schools, try to, 
they let performance anxiety get to themselves or, or, or things like that, where, you know what, I was in a place where no one really knew me. I didn't have like the greatest college numbers to really show or whatever it may, may have been. So, you know, maybe people weren't expecting much from me. And it was, it was just very liberating going out there and just playing for the first time where it's just about really having fun, you know? Well, I think that's something a lot of players can relate to. I mean, a lot of guys, they like growing up in the U.S. Uh, where baseball, like it, it, it becomes like a full time job, especially playing college ball. You wake up for morning weights then you go to school, then you go to class then you go to practice afterwards and you do your homework, then you sleep and you have time for nothing uh, outside right. of baseball and school, um, especially if you're at an Ivy League school like you were where you're playing division one baseball and your studies are very demanding. Um, But for guys who like play independent baseball or professional baseball, I mean, we have so many members who have um, felt burnt out of the game just because it just becomes too much like a job. It becomes really political. They don't get the playing time they want. They don't get the performance they want for whatever reason. And then they go overseas and then they learn to love the game again. And just because it's about so much more than just baseball, it's about the whole experience. It's about traveling. It's about going and learning about a new culture, learning a little bit of a new language, just learning about how other people live around the world. And you go to a new team and I'm sure you were a little skeptical before coming into it, but you go into a new team and you have a family who just welcomes you right away. And I think that's so important for guys who are, feeling a little skeptical before going out. And that's a big part I mean, of it. Especially, like the, uh, yeah. the, the guys there are playing, like a lot of them are have full-time jobs or they're studying or whatever it is. Yeah. And, yeah. and so like they're playing for the love of the game. And I think that adds to it too, is um, you just see these guys just, you know, committing all their free time to, to the game. Right. And it's, it's, a refreshing it's definitely thing. something special. Right. Yeah, it's I think it's definitely something special. You get you get like a summer ball sort of vibe, you know, for guys, you know, people watching this like are from the United States, you know what summer ball is about. It's about getting reps in, having fun, and you definitely get that vibe in a sense, you know. But also the one thing about Ostrava, and you said it before, right? You have an immediate family. Ostrava is an incredibly, incredibly family, right, family-oriented team and just program, right? Even like beyond the A team, um, you know, just the community in and of itself where it was extremely welcoming um as soon as we got there and extremely accommodating and you know i I have nothing but good things to say well the czech extra league is growing a ton too with with like in terms of overall professionalism too so yeah like i mean even at like ostrava you got fireworks that go off when hometown players (laughs) hit a home run like that's crazy yeah man that was the one thing i wasn't expecting we we brett caught the last out of the game and i'm we're all you know you hop over the fence you're trucking Next thing I know, I'm looking around here, bang, bang, yeah. bang. I was yeah. like, I about stopped and watched the fireworks before I went to the dog pile. <laughs> <laughs> so can, can you guys uh, speak it. on the competition level a little bit? Like Brett, you had a like Jimmy, Jimmy went through all your numbers earlier. Sorry, I want I meant yeah. uh, both of you guys um, were off the charts numbers. But Alec, they're yeah. known for for their hitting a lot um and they're pitching but they're known as a, a really good you know hitting country in terms of baseball and uh so the locals there were some dudes everybody. that could swing the bat man yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah is there any experience is there anyone there like a czech player that you were like had put up some some of the best battles against you or, or that you had the trouble the, the toughest guy to get out or anything like that well it wasn't the Czech guys. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know exactly who you're talking about, too. <laughs> Brett knows uh, who I'm talking about. I gave up 
the four out of my seven home runs I gave up this year were all from the same Pavel. guy from Drotsky, the catcher. Pablo um, Manzanero, man. That dude oh. swing the daylights out of the ball. Just yeah. scary watching him hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think when that champ did he I think he hit one home run off me in the championship, if not two. I think so. I don't really remember. It doesn't and matter. I, won, and like I, I threw one change up. I kid you not, it's probably about two baseballs outside. He just stayed back, flicked his hands, and that ball just went. I was like, well, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Park. I mean, it's a it's a it's a porch there anyway. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I've heard the, what was the Champions Cup? They hit like 80 something home runs in the Champions <laughs> Cup this year, set a new record. Like balls are just getting lit out. Ridiculous. Oh, I mean, when you combine like a short porch with teams like teams from like the top teams from Italy and the Netherlands and Germany yeah, and Czech Amsterdam and France, Paris. like yeah, dude, they there's some studs in yeah, on the yeah. on some of those teams. Grazzi had some I mean, studs, right? Like they had some studs, and you guys ended up winning the ship. Yeah. So that must have been oh, made definitely, extra definitely. special because they oh were probably God, favored, right? Definitely, I I think they were probably favored as well. I think that's another thing why, like you said, it was so, so special. Because, again, like, Alex Tyler and I didn't really come from, like, crazy college or, like, you know, previous whatever baseball experiences. I mean, Maybe they, Tyler, they, they took a, they took a big chance on us, I think. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And, um, yeah, I mean, just look, like I said, looking back on it, think about how the summer turned out the way it did just from a, you know, baseball perspective for a second. Like, wow, yeah, like I'm sure like that guy Pavel, right? Like he played, he must have played like some affiliated ball. And even like some of the other guys on, on Drossi and just throughout. Heimar played some affiliated ball. Yep, yep. And then, you know, even like, like the import community uh, throughout the check. Um, you know, yeah, you got Ryan Johnson. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, RJ's RJ. man. RJ, shout out to you, dude. Love him. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was just crazy. Really, really cool. We actually never really got to play against Travis because, I mean, at least for me, I got there late. I didn't. I didn't then, play against yeah. him either. But yeah, you know, RJ is an incredible guy. I got to meet him a bit. Uh, I think during probably baseball week, but also I think he came for the uh, Champions Cup. Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, quite a quite a few of the BBJ guys came and showed up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that was a that was a whole crazy experience there. The Champions. Well, Cup. I think. Well, I mean, the Bond Capitals who were playing in the Champions Cup, I think they had like mm-hmm. seven BBJO guys on that yeah. roster. <laughs> <laughs> so how yeah, was the, off the too? He's a beast. Yeah, how, how was the off yeah. the field experience? Like we've talked a lot of baseball, and we we you know we love to talk baseball, of course. But I, I'm I'm always as I'm kind of 50 50 with like, if I were a young mm-hmm. guy, I would be as excited about the, the traveling. So it sounds like that, you guys, that was one thing guys, I was, I was really interested in was the traveling. Yeah. That's kind of why I pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. What about just living yeah. in Czech alone? Like how did you find living in Czech and, and you know, any, any experiences that stood out to you? I mean, you know, living in the Czech, especially Ostrava, not being a, very touristy town, if all any. Uh, so you kind of had to learn the language a little bit. Like you go to the grocery store, you just kind of nod your head, smile and wave, right? <laughs> to, get, to get your receipt or if anybody needs like some help and whatnot. Yeah. 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 Did you guys get to go on any trips outside of the Czech Republic? Uh, uh, Brett did not. Well, 
Uh, yeah, I didn't get to, but also we did have a brief, brief like day trip to Vienna. For, oh, uh, oh man, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, don't need to get into details about that trip, but it was a fun day <laughs> looking back on it overall. Um, yeah, I'm interested. That, kind of about it. Yeah, yeah I mean, what about meeting that Olympian though? Oh, all right, Alex, let's relax. <laughs> so, so very, very nice, nice person. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I was gonna say, you know, a lot of it is what you make of it. Um, when Tyler and I first got there, like the month of, like, at the end of April, the month of May, it was still very much sort of like shut down because of COVID. And, you know, a lot of things socially we couldn't really get to do. Um, so kind of was a lot of just like, you know, doing a lot of nothing during the day or trying to yeah. find ways to preoccupy your time and then practice at night and then, you know, on weekends games. And then as the summer progressed, um, as the season progressed and, you know, we had like breaks in the schedule, things like that. I mean, you know, we would. You know, on Mondays are always off days. We would go to the sauna, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch of the guys from the team, uh, which I've never really been to back here in the States. It's not, it's not like a huge thing out here. Uh, but uh, I love looking back on it. Like, I love like, you know, going back, you know, going to the sauna and just chilling with the guys talking about the past weekend, girls, whatever it may be. Um, you know, and then, like I said, like as the summer progresses, things opened up a bit, you know, we started doing some things more with like, the younger players on the team. Like we went to uh, Alec, what was that pool? Uh, make man, the biggest man. man-made pool and yeah i think it's like the biggest pool and man-made pool in central europe yeah i don't know i guess well, they just put they big? built some Huge. pool it's got yeah. like a couple couple water slides there's a bunch of like food vendors huh. drinks pretty cool. cheap and you can go there for like 150 crown for the day it's wild yeah. I got, That's I got one it. of the best things about Czech Republic is how cheap everything is. The conversion Definitely, rate yeah. is just oh man, especially oh, having USD. Oh, it, was, it yeah. was a big help over the summer. I mean, even I mean, listen, in the in the bigger cities like Prague, Brno, you see a de- you definitely see a bit of like a price change. But at least in Australia, you know, like like what I was telling people was like groceries back home that we usually cost around like 120 bucks, 100 bucks, something like that, always amounted to like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah. Dude, that, that that was the craziest part. Yeah, yeah, super cheap. Yeah, even in restaurants too. See, I, I I know a lot. We talk about that a lot in our in other episodes. But I I one thing that pops in my head, even though I'm 47, I'm single. The Czech women. Tell me, about, are you? Are, no, I don't want to get. You I know trouble. that. I got a lady that knowing at home. that this conversation is going down this route. I'll start opening up in a bit. But like, I was trying to keep things PG just in case we're trying to like yeah, you know. No. No, we we need to. I'm gonna know, try to keep it appropriate. We gotta talk about the whole experience here, right? So, I mean, yeah. all right. So, were you a single guy in Czech Republic? Um, I was. I was. Um, you know, I had previously <laughs> get therapy session. I had previously gotten <laughs> out of uh, out of a relationship, and you know, there's there a lot of things I was looking forward to when I when I went out there. Um, again, just being able to play again. But a lot of it too was just the social aspect of it, right? Like no one really knew me, but you know, always I like to think that most people, most countries in Europe, sort of favor Americans in a way, or at least New Yorkers. Again, I feel like Americans, like you know, New Yorkers and Texans, like we're just different, you know, like both Americans, but like we're just completely different. We come from different lifestyles and backgrounds. But um, you know, I think that sort of was nice to kind of have out there when interacting with certain people. Uh, the women were obviously incredible, but you know, like Alec alluded to, alluded to a little bit earlier, like the language barrier def- definitely made it tough at times. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like anything else. It's what you make of it, right? I mean, thankfully, there's dating apps where people yeah. use, don't <laughs> use. Um, yeah, you know, so it, it really is what you make of it. I mean, I, I had a good time out there. You should yeah. be a politician. You danced around that uh, pretty good. 
Well, you know, just in Brett, case at the Brett time. Brett didn't want to expose <laughs> no. his whole self just yet. No, no. To no, all no, of our listen. hundreds I mean, of thousands I had, I had of phone. listeners. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I had my fun, but uh, no. I mean, it, it was a great yeah. time. I think you just getting to meet different types of women, um, yeah. even kind of like within – within the check i mean there's people from like different countries and just like um yeah you know, just even like conversating with these people alone you know just kind of yeah. learning about their backgrounds their their you know their lives you yeah know, people in general really are special. just interested in you right like not just the yeah. women like I, i'm hanging out with jimmy and they don't care about me anymore because i'm old and gray but when i was <laughs> when i was a little younger then people be like hey where are you from now they don't care but i'm hanging out with jimmy and they're like and he says california they're like california wow. really yeah. and like and so everybody wants to hear about his story. They don't care about me anymore, but <laughs> uh, that's the one thing I did kind of like over there in Europe is like, you know, you go sit down and have a beer and you're having fat chats as the Aussies say, you know, I mean, you're getting to know somebody having a beer and like, this is the life experiences is just great. Getting to learn about, like y'all said, the people's culture and like being yeah, an American definitely. coming over to Europe to play baseball. Yeah. Like that's pretty that's a pretty niche market right there. Well, so especially in like a small town, like Ostrava, then yeah. they're just like, oh, yeah. what are, what are you, what are you doing from, yeah, go, why, why are you coming here, here from New York? <laughs> oh, you're here yeah. for baseball. Oh, interesting. That's kind of like, <laughs> right. it's kind of right. like where we play, right? That's a town of 8,000 in Atna and Pucheim, Austria. And, you know, mm. we stand out like a sore thumb there. Right. So, <laughs> so you know, yeah. you walk into the local like um, kebab place or something. Kebab shop. And they're all just yeah. like, they're just, everyone's staring at you. You just feel it. You just, Oh like, yeah. It's like the scenes out of the wild, wild west movies. We walk in through the saloon doors. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But at the same time though, I think you sort of just learn. Like, I think in a lot of ways, what makes it so great is like, you know what? Either you look, you take that, like you, you get offended by it, or or you, you really like it gets you, or like I said, to, like I said earlier, just you know, like people don't know me here, like I'm just gonna be me and just do my thing. I think that's another just great thing I would like to tell people that are watching this, or or just people looking to get or get involved with BBJ or just play baseball outside of outside of the United States. Like it's very liberating in that sense. I keep using that word, but like, yeah, man, you just get to like meet these people and, and whether they, they're laughing at you because of like your haircut or what you wear. It's like, yeah. All right. Like it is what it is. You know, like yeah. a lot of people, you know, I grew out a mustache out for Europe. We're back home. Yeah. People were like, Oh, bro, like, what are you doing? Like, why do you have that? But then I'm like, yeah, it's Europe. You know, people just don't care as much, but you know, it, it all, it, it's funny. Yeah. Well, I think you just kind of get a sense of freedom too. Cause yeah, like I grew yeah, up like, exactly. a, a nasty mustache and you're just like, you're in a new country. Like people don't, you don't like most what are, people, what are the you don't speak the language. People again. Yeah, that's true. That's usually, yeah. it too. I mean, I definitely got like, I got a uh, gawked at a few times by some of the locals for what, some, for some of my outfit choices, but I do think Alec can attest to some of my outfit choices being a, rather more on the scandalous side. Like it's like, what are you doing guy? Uh, but again, it's just a personal thing. I don't really care because so, again, like I don't understand what they're saying. So I just keep walking. Yeah. yeah. Just to speak on that a little bit. I remember my first <laughs> flight over to Europe, uh, when I was coming to Austria for the first time, I'd never been to Europe before I was wearing like basketball shorts and something like that. <laughs> and, I, and I sit next to a guy and, um, we start talking and he's just like, you have interesting trousers on. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing shorts, man. Uh, I want to be comfortable for my flight. 
You did stand out like a sore thumb though when I picked you up at the at the airport. I'm like, oh, that that must be him right there. Like it was obvious. Like we For really sure. do stand out in Europe. You really do. And but that's what's cool about it. Like <clears throat> I housed yeah, the airports at, in Atnang for six years. Like Jimmy was one of them. And they lived with me every every summer for about six years, and then I got tired of it. Um, and <laughs> it was just fun to watch them go through that experience of kind of being the guy, right? Like you come over and you're like, yeah. you're the guy on the field, but you're also off the field. Like we're out socializing, we're invited to some yeah. festival or something, and everybody wants to get to Definitely. know. And, and it's kind of it's cool. Definitely. You just it's 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 not for everybody, you know. Some people kind of like to be more behind the scenes, and but mm-hmm. um, it is kind of a cool experience to kind of. Um, just you know get to know so many people from a different culture and everyone's interested in you and um that it's always fun to to witness that um as the yeah man the host dad definitely yeah but, cool. uh, i mean awesome. that's what i would say that's what i would say like listen if you're signing up for something like this right if you're trying to you know join bbjo become become a part of like this community this way of life in a way like you 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 know what you're signing up for when you do it right you have to kind of go in with this you know beginner's mindset open mind just really try to Take in as much no as expectations. Like, yeah, no expectations, but also like before you know it, right? Especially, especially at this point in like a lot of people's baseball careers, right? I'm I could be wrong, and maybe you guys could talk to this too. Um, I feel like most of the guys that join the BBJO portal are maybe more on you know the back nine of, the, of their baseball career, or more just kind of like hit a rut in a sense where they just need something different. You need to get out of like the states for a bit, but you know. Just yeah, there's more to it than just the baseball aspect, guys. I mean, you, you yeah. definitely have to just enjoy the entire experience for what it is. Yeah, I think we get a good mix. Like for like half the players, a lot of them, yeah, they are like on the back nine of their careers. Um, who like you know they didn't get drafted, they didn't get signed, they're not getting, it, and then uh, they just want to kind of go one last hurrah before they start a job. But then for yeah. a lot of other guys, it's kind of like a jump start for them. Whereas uh, you know sit from the same situation you don't get drafted you don't get uh, signed to an indie team you go play overseas you build up your resume a bit and we've had a lot of guys go play overseas in europe or australia or new zealand and then they go and get signed uh back in the u.s and then they start to build a like a successful career out of that so we get a little bit of that foundation yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so many different opportunities overseas uh, with such a wide range of levels that it's like there's opportunities for everyone at any point of their career. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. More so the first one. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah. The most guys is kind of like a ride off into the sunset thing, you know? And, and yeah, uh, yeah. It's a good way to do it. But some people like Jimmy or Tim Brown, who we just interviewed before you guys, Tim Brown, I don't, what is he, 30? three now jimmy 34 yeah but and he's yeah. traveling the world he's he's been doing it for i don't know how many years now yeah since 2012 i think it was wow <laughs> well so he, some just keep doing it chasing summer right like it's, yeah it's no I, he's I the, incredible man like some people yeah. like could do that i mean no by all means go for it i mean i think every every person is different i know yeah. Alec, Tyler, and I sort of have gone back and forth about it, you know, about even when we were doing as well as we did throughout the season, oh, Gil, we're doing this again, we're doing this again. And, you know, a lot of it is just like a personal journey, right? Like what you sort of need to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. I know like for myself currently, I'm taking the year off, just trying to figure out some things back home on my end, personal things, and going to try to pivot from there and see if it's still, you know, a possibility for me in the future. But mm-hmm. at least having done it one summer, you know, now I immediately yeah. have like this, these connections out there and the knowledge of what's out there, you know? 
And I think that's something that is incredibly valuable that I think, you know, even if it's just for a summer, you just go out and do it. Because even now, yeah. interviewing and, and applying at a lot of positions within companies, it's definitely something that sets you apart from, from 100%. Yeah. one, being an athlete, but two, being, you know, a pro athlete, you know, and then having done it overseas, right? I mean, there's so many, so many ways to kind of, uh, what's the word, like, uh, translate this, this experience into something of value after it's gone, yeah. after it's done, you know? Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. What about you, Alec? You got the I mean, um, what's your plan? Yeah, so currently working on hopefully trying to get a visa, a little bit of a better situation back in Ostrava. So yeah, awesome. should be going back there, man. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> That's great. Love it. But, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah. I think I think for each guy, it really just depends what they want to do later in life. Like for someone yeah. who knows who maybe got a degree in finance and has like a job lined up like in the finance industry. You know, they can go play overseas and then get a job back after that yeah. season's over. But I mean, for someone who maybe wants to stay in baseball, get into coaching or something like that, like playing overseas for a couple of years, that, that's a huge resume builder. Incredible. Yeah, I had a lot of other teams start to reach out this summer, yeah. like, oh, come, come sure. play and help us coach. And I was like already having that on, like, on my resume for the BBJO profile. I was like, I do. I give lessons and I also both help coach teams. And like, I guess a lot of those teams see that and they just like immediately want you on board to come coach for them, play for them. Cause you already had that experience. Yeah, for sure. Huge. It's really the coaching is, is huge, especially for other guys that maybe don't have quite, you know, the resume that you do, or maybe like didn't get a lot of opportunity to, to in college. Um, if you add that coaching experience in there, then it, it raises yeah. the overall value. And, and so a lot of sure. it's, it's a good way to help uh, get your foot in the door, but Hey guys, I really appreciate you, you meeting with us and, and sitting down and telling your story. And I'm sure there's a lot of other stories. Maybe we could hear over a beer sometime, maybe Alec this summer, uh, yeah. baseball week, 2022. Yeah. I'm definitely, definitely trying to play in that this year. Awesome. awesome. We're trying to put together a BBJO team. I separate. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah. I'll come out for yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just got the email an hour before this um, that we we were we're we're pretty much in. So we're we're doing oh, it. Uh, the international oh, stars, BBJO Globetrotters, and so they folded. Ooh. So we're gonna take it over. The international cool. stars was an awesome organization, and we're just trying to continue that legacy. Yeah. Just because we always were like we sent BBJO players yeah. over there in the past, and now since they're kind of taking a step back, we figured it's perfect time to kind of step forward and put together yeah, an actual BBJO branded team. Yeah, but so thanks again, guys. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. One last thing: it. you guys have any yeah. any parting advice for any players who might be interested in taking their careers overseas? Uh, what do you got for them? Like, no expectations really i mean yeah. go ahead and do it why not you're young like it's an experience that you're going to look back on for the rest of your life and you'll be glad you actually did it and yeah so far i'm right there in that boat and i'm excited i did it Perfect. i mean alec pretty much hit it alec pretty much hit it on the head but you know i would just say too like beginner's mindset just go in open don't expect anything just accept everything that comes to you you know the good the bad right it's all going to help you later in life and you know also just try to focus on being in the moment while you're out there too, right? I know at least for me, yeah. uh, going out this past summer was really good mentally in the sense of just detaching from a lot of the things I was going through back home. And just, you know, a lot of life slows down for you, at least in Europe, from what I was used to, you know, in New York and just being around New York City where it's always popping and vibrant and energetic. 
And, uh, you know, you, you learn how to slow down. I think being out there, just re- like remembering what it's, it's about. European it's about way a lot is slow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, guys, this is more for guys coming from the States, you know, just enjoy that. It may feel weird depending on where you're from, but just enjoy that and embrace it because, you know, eventually like myself, when I got home, I just came right back into it, man. And I, I missed it immediately, you know? So it, it definitely helped. It helped me a lot. Just, I would say just learn on embracing the present. Learn about embracing the present. There we go. Awesome. Both both good. Thank you guys. Yeah, this is incredible. Thank you for having us. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Bernsey. We'll we'll be we'll be in touch. No worries. Perfect, guys. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, appreciate y'all. See ya. Later. If any of you or someone you know are interested in learning about playing or coaching overseas, the best way to go about it is to go to baseballjobsoverseas.com and just fill out the feedback form. And then one of us, likely Jimmy, will follow up with honest and detailed feedback on what your chances are in taking your career overseas and in which countries. Uh, The next probably thing I would recommend would be to educate yourself about what overseas has to offer. And there's plenty on our blog. Just go to our website and then go to the blog. Uh, Our YouTube channel, Instagram account, any of those will give you a nice feel at least to what overseas has to offer. But the blog is where you could actually learn a lot about the leagues and listen to interviews like this. Once again, thanks for listening. And until next time, may the baseball gods be with you.